Welcome to the Lovecraft Tales, a brief fictional interlude to tide you over until the next episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Enjoy. Assistant Director Sharon Skinner sat at her desk in FBI headquarters, fingers steepled under her chin as she contemplated what to do with the artifact that now sat in the middle of her office. Her men had returned it from Leland, Texas last night, delivering it to her as instructed. They hadn't bothered to cover it with a tarp or anything. The antique mirror stood proudly out in the open, curiously out of place among the modern furnishments with which she'd chosen to decorate her space. She stared and stared at her reflection, marveling at how pristine the image looked, how much more ruddy her doppelganger skin appeared. Her cell phone buzzed. She glanced at it, noticed it was Agent Whiteside calling. He and his compatriots were still down in Texas investigating that murder. It seemed he had no idea yet that his true mission was complete. He'd found and returned the artifact she'd sent him there to recover. As far as she was concerned, his job was done. Maybe later she'd listen to his voicemail, but right now she needed to examine the mirror more closely. She approached the artifact cautiously, drinking in the details. A solid wood frame, was it teak? Standing nearly six feet, with scrollwork etching the perimeter in an overlapping pattern that resembled the pathways of worms burrowing through grave soil. These undulating lines converged near the top where the familial A for Angerstein glowered downward like a festooned sentinel, warning any who dared to glance into the shining pool that they might never return. Skinner traced a finger along the brass posts which held the frame securely to the stand. The screws had been tightened fast, but the mirror would tilt if they were loosened. For a moment, she considered making an adjustment, but decided to keep it in the present position, at least for now it would suffice. To anyone else, this looked like an ordinary mirror one might find in their grandparents' attic. To Sharon Skinner, however, this was anything but ordinary. Nog speculum ore redo, she whispered into the empty room. Outside, birds flitted past her window, the faded October sun still bright in the morning. For a moment, it seemed she'd get no response. Then faintly, something from within the mirror, or the mirror itself, whispered back. Silha Siha Kadishtu Nilgray. A thrill ran up her spine, blossoming in a brilliant, brain bursting implosion of realization. She did it. She found it. The mirror of Lang. Then, just as suddenly, fear and paranoia overtook her. They, the others, would know very soon what she'd discovered, and they would want it for themselves, surely. They would send thieves and assassins, battalions even. No matter. She'd been tasked with the collection of these artifacts, and by God she'd fulfill that promise, even if her life became forfeit. She looked at her grim and determined reflection. We need a backup plan, she said. Exactly, a backup plan. Well, Jack Whiteside would be returning from Texas in a couple days. Could he be trusted? Brought into the fold? She thought so. He'd done them a great favor by unearthing this treasure. The least she could do is bring him on board, brief him on their group's true purpose. He would be a reliable asset. She grabbed her phone and with a deep breath began to compose a text to him. Just as her finger hovered over the send button, a flicker of movement caught her eye. There, in the mirror. What was that? She looked around the room and could find nothing out of the ordinary. There, again, a dark presence shimmered in the depths of the mirrored surface. 
She put her phone down on the desk and walked closer, peering deeply into the reflected image. As she approached, there did seem to be something there, a kind of outline that grew clearer the closer she got. A strange scene. Was that a cave of some sort? And who were all those cloaked figures standing in a semicircle around a flat-topped rock? They seemed to be staring at an object, a small black cube. It almost glowed with an unnatural darkness. Before she realized it, she was reaching out to touch the obsidian puzzle box. A hand, a woman's hand, her own reflection's hand, reached out of the mirror and grabbed her wrist. So glad you could join us, a man's voice declared with glee. Then she was yanked forward by a supernatural strength. Agent Akeley knocked at Director Skinner's closed office door. There was no answer. He opened it anyway. Inside, the office was empty except for a large, ornate mirror standing in the middle of the room. He'd seen the report about the mirror. Now he eyed it curiously. It was tilted slightly forward, which seemed unusual. Just then, a cell phone buzzed on Skinner's desk. Akeley strode purposefully across the room and picked up the device. The call eventually went to voicemail and the previous screen displayed. Akeley read the unsent text, then shut the phone off and glanced back at the mirror. He took a long, long time, then eventually left, closing the door quietly behind him. The Lovecraft Tapes Podcast is copyright 2018. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. 